You're listening to Home Team, where reporters and editors go from behind the keyboard to in front of the mic to talk high school sports in central Massachusetts. Home Team, a podcast from the Worcester Telegram and Gazette. I'm executive editor Dave Nordman, joined today by sports editor Jim Wilson. Welcome, Jim. Dave, how's it going? Lots of uh, lots of news in the uh, yeah. in the sports world, the high school sports world. Not um, just on the court or on the ice. No, in is- uh, you know, page one story the other day, one that everybody's talking about uh, is the is the merger between uh, Saint Peter Marian and Holy Name, and uh, and specifically uh, what it means to the uh, to the athletic communities of both schools. Right. That's a lot, a lot of coaches I've been talking to, not only from like the the two schools involved, but the other schools who play them and need to know. What's going on? Uh, it, it's getting down to, it, it's, and the whole thing, like sports is probably fourth or fifth on the list of things yeah, so they're concerned about, but fr- they need answers. Yeah, from the news side, we don't know. I mean, lots of questions to be answered. You know, where, um, they, there's currently two schools, one on Grove Street, right. one on Granite Street. Which which school will they keep um, for the new who gets, school? Who gets the turbine? It's like the divorced child, the Exactly. Whole thing. So where does the school, where is the school located? You know, who are the, you know, who are the teachers going to be? Who right. are the administrators going to be? So, so many questions to be answered, but one of those questions is sports. Right. Like, what are they going to call the school? I mean, I mean, stuff you don't – you think of obviously the stuff on the surface, like who's going to what, – what schedule they're going to play. But a lot of these they, – they, they need the, – the clock's ticking because they didn't know what, what name to put on the uniforms. They didn't before know what, we, what before, colors. I mean, what, it, it's a joke, but – you know, purple and teal don't exactly go together. No, exactly. And they can't, or are they going to just have like masking tape over like the, you use the holy name cross country uniform next year and just, you know, they, they have to know these things. And like, you know, a lot of coaches are saying that like, we need to know a, yeah. a, if I have a job and B, you know, what schedule are we playing? What team are we going to be playing? You know, what league are we in? Because yeah. now, I mean, that's another thing. I mean, the Central Mass Conference with St. John's being such a giant and among these teams, they don't play everybody in all these sports. So it's always been sort of a quote-unquote conference because they don't play everybody twice. So let's get this so, let's get the synergies out of the way. The one synergy that we know is that Holy Name and St. Peter Marion currently co-op in hockey, so yes. we don't have to worry, don't about, worry that. about that. But talk about some of the other sports. Um, let's, you know, let's stick with winter and say, you know, on the girls' basketball side, there's currently two very successful girls' yes. basketball teams, both ranked in the home team poll. Um who gets the coaching job? Which players get the playing time? Yeah, that's I mean that's what they got to answer. Nobody me. knows. They don't they, because there's been no. From what I was told is everybody like the, the some of the some of the more powerful people were told in the morning, then everybody else was told like three o'clock. So that, it's not like they knew about this thing for two weeks going into it. They can make plans. This all, this all came down pretty suddenly. So so they don't have like okay on. Mar- I've heard I've heard in a couple of weeks they're going to have a sort of a timeline. But I mean, for right now, they don't. They didn't say like, okay, on November, I mean, on, on April first, you'll know we're gonna have the coaches taken care of. We'll so, have the teachers yeah. taken care. Of. They don't know. They're all in limbo. Yeah. So Rich Garvin uh, wrote a story last week, and he asked a lot of questions. Much, many of the answers, um, you know, were were still up in the air. But uh, you know, one of them is what they're going to call the school. Another one is who the you know who the athletic teams' coaches are going to be. Um, they haven't given any answers. There's to no. This I mean, I mean, I'd like to think for some cases, like talking to Barry Finnan and the, the Holy Name Girls coach, he's saying, "Barry, do you want to come back next year?" He says, "Yes." And unfortunately for Frank Fur, who's 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 done a very good job getting St. Peter Marion back on track, he might have to, you know, have to find another job elsewhere because you know, there's, no, there's only one there'd be one basketball team. Mm-hmm. So I mean, but that's not. They haven't said that. They don't know if they have to reapply for the jobs. They don't know what's going to be baseball. It's two very good baseball coaches. And, two great two basketball you know, programs. Basketball. The boys' basketball coaches are, are very good historically. I mean, up and down seasons, but both have. But had, they're all competitive. Both I mean, have had success in football. 
um, football, basketball. Both, pro, both football programs have a very, had a very good year last year. As far as and they both have a history of just sort of you know on the on the downslope the last couple of years, and now you're gonna you know take these coaches, you know these these teams that have that are really getting back on track and saying, okay, now we're going to have to redo something. We have one coach again, and who gets that job? So, so. Uh, you know, we're going we're gonna to take a quick break, but we'll be right back. And let's, use those let, bumpers. You know, let's talk about, I, I want to talk about from the parents' perspective, sure. what's going through their minds when it comes to a merger between St. Peter Marion and, and Holy Name. Home Team is your source for high school sports in Central Mass. Stories, photos, stats, standings, and rankings. Every day in the Telegram and Gazette, on Telegram.com, and at TG Sports. All right, Jim, you've had a chance to grab a cup of coffee or, my legs. and a drink. So let's let's talk about it from a parent's perspective. If you're, um, you know, if you're a star player at either school, I, I think your spot is uh, is pretty secure. Um, you know, but what if your um, what if your son was this, uh, or daughter, you know, was scheduled to be like the the number three starter for Holy Name, and now all of a sudden you've got two teams together? Do you consider, you know, put yourself in? Right. You know, you have kids. Do you consider looking at other options? You might. I mean, that's what, that's what I'm saying. That's what the big issue is. And I understand they, they want to get everything taken care of first before they announce it. But time is getting short. I mean, where, first of all, where are you driving the kids to school next year? So they, and what's the tuition going to be? What's, you know, what's going to, what's, they have all these questions in, but before they even think about, is my, is my son still a starting shortstop on the baseball team? So, but I think you do have to look at, is this, am I down the totem pole now? Do I go to a Doherty team? Do I go to, you know, do I look at, you know, getting the money up for St. John's or Notre Dame Academy or something like that? If you're, you know, do I, do you, like I said, you have to think, you have to rethink everything about where, where the future is. is do I want to be part of the Worcester City Catholic team? And is, is, it, is it beneficial to my son or daughter's athletic career? Right. And, you know, they, they make movies about uh, merging athletic teams yes. that are, uh, that are, that are very popular, but this is real life. So you're talking about coaches potentially losing their job or being right. demoted to an assistant or you know, you're talking about you know history teachers you're talking about athletic directors you know headmasters so this affects a whole lot of people yeah you're going out to that especially the, the, just as being a player you've been a rival for the school for you know last three or four years now all of a sudden now you're, instead of you know chirping at the uh the, the guy on, on you know batting cleanup for the other team now you're trying to win his job so is it uh you know again now taking yourself out of the parents um you know shoes and putting yourself in the people who are you know making these decisions you know you're probably not picking purple you're probably not taking teal you're probably going with something neutral yeah i, I think it depends on the situation for all, of this, all of these guys i mean in terms of I, I once next month when all these questions are answered i think i think i think it's gonna come together quickly I right. think both, not only with the teams, but also like what the future of the kid, the athlete. So who's going to once they figure out? Here's what we're doing. Here's where the school is. Here's where you know the, the coaches are going to be. You know, and who knows when that's going to be? Are they just going to do the fall coaches, you know, right away, and then worry about winter and spring later? But I think that's going to once well, you find out once you find out what I mean, situation you're, you're jumping into, you don't right. want to just blindly say, okay, well, I'm his holy name. I'm going to be at Worcester Catholic because you don't. There's a lot of questions. Right. If you're sending, maybe you go prep school for. But if you're sending your son to play, uh, to play, you know, basketball, and you know, you don't send your son to to a school just to play sports, but it certainly is a factor in your decision. You know, don't you want to know who your son's baseball coach is going to be before you commit the money to tuition? That's what it is. Exactly. I wouldn't. I wouldn't sign on the dotted line, you know, blindly to figure out before I knew what was happening. Because once, once, what if you do sign, now all of a sudden they don't. 
the coach you, you, you didn't want is there, or you, you're, you realize that well, how it's shaping up, and now all of a sudden I went from, like you said, the, the, the third the third starter to somebody who might come off, you know, pitch every fourth day out of the bullpen. Yeah. So, I mean, I'm going to uh, I'm gonna kind of give you a few, uh, you know, hardball questions here. If oh, you're, uh, well, not, you know, just kind of <laughs> like your knowledge of, of, uh, of the two teams. So, you know, uh, you've covered a lot of games and a lot of places over the years. Um, Holy Names Gym, St. Peter Marion's Gym. You know, so I don't think I, I think Holy Names Gym is more attractive to the MIA because I think there's more people there. Uh, that's I, another thing I've I've heard of. St. Peter Marion's Gym over the years they haven't even allowed them to play games. That's there. my point. I think that's what a lot of people have initially when they're talking to coaches after they're saying. Now all of a sudden you went from a gym with with a bigger enrollment because you're you're doubling it. And you can't have a home game. So you might just want that. So I, I would think they wouldn't want a holy name. Okay, so jumping ahead, football field, holy names, football field, St. Peter Marion's football field. I think St. Holy Name is probably the better football field, but I've, you know, I know St. Peter Marion's had a lot of renovations, but I mean, I, I think that's, that's probably the way to go. They're both, they're both you know, great on the curb because I don't think either of them are really spectacular. And uh, St. Peter Marion's baseball field, uh, softball field, or your holy, holy name doesn't have one. Exactly. So I think that you go, that's what I'm saying. You go to St. Peter Mary. Now you're all of a sudden you're you have your own fields. Right. So, and, uh, you do, but the, I don't think can you, can they really do? Because who knows what's going to happen? I, the thing I've heard maybe they keep Holy Name and sell St. Peter Mary because it's more attractive. But you can't just say well, we're going to sell you St. Peter Mary, but we're going to rent the fields out because those you know. So you, you have to find you have to find somewhere where you can you can play baseball and softball and, and, and lacrosse and if they if they want to do a lacrosse program with this, this combined with combined enrollments. Right. And uh somebody that lives on the west side of the city, um, you know, you and I have, have tried to uh to make that drive on many occasions. It's not easy no. to Especially, get it depends what time you want. You it's want it's easier to drive from Grove Street to Lemonster Seriously. than it is to drive from Grove Street to Granite Street. Exactly. You try to get on, you get stuck on Gold Star or something like that for 45 minutes. I have the same. I, I you know, you've got to snake your way down Grove to a lot of back Forest roads. To, to Salisbury get to that Central. that work and try to find where the traffic you know, then is. Then you're up on the highway, then you're off Kelly Square, up through. I mean, it's just not an easy right. track. And wait, wait till the minor league baseball stadium. There's a reason there. why there's two schools. Exactly. And so it's like, you know, that's what I'm saying. For a lot of these parents, they're wondering about, you know, if, okay, I'm, I'm Sending my kid to Holy Name because I'm a mile down the road from there. Right. So many, um, so many questions, and from what you're hearing, uh, and everybody's hearing that these these uh, these questions are being answered behind the scenes. Yeah, I think I've I've always heard early February is when they're going to come out with something a little more concrete. I, I just got a note today that there's a, a sort of an informational meeting planned to find to, to send to send parents. That'll be that'll be good. Maybe they can give some of these parents some uh, some answers to the questions if they can't do it in concretely, at least give them a timeline. That's what I think a lot of people are looking for. That was the problem when this thing happened so suddenly. You kind of think like I was talking to another another person about this, and we were surprised it wasn't this time next year. You know, they just give a whole. This will be the last year. The next next school year will be the last year. That will give them time to sort of work out the kinks. They're they're really accelerating this whole thing. They've they're under a time. They are. It's strange. They're, they're under time. time you know, you began the podcast by saying that, you know they've got to order uniforms. Right. You know, uh, Auburn wants to know if they're playing Saint, uh, Holy yeah, Name yeah, on, about Thanksgiving on Thanksgiving. Like you know, Rich Rich Rich's story talked to the Worcester Public uh, Schools athletic director Dave Shea, a Holy Name graduate, and you know he's they're going to do schedules. What's right. what what? It's football. I mean, football. everybody has Holy Name on their schedule. Everybody has St. Peter Marion right. on their schedule. I mean, at least in some sports. And now they 
potentially could be looking for right. one or two games. There could be some schools could be looking for two games to fill, and and dancing partners are getting getting gobbled up. So it's, it might be slim pickings for this. Not like they can play each other because you got to worry about enrollment and things like that. Right. Not to mention coaches that maybe would be on the outside looking in. Right. You know, potentially are probably want to know. Like, I really love coaching, and I'd, I'd do it somewhere right. else if you don't want me here. Right. So so many questions. Um, you know, we're gonna take a, another real quick break. We're gonna be back. We're gonna talk about a, a little bit of a controversy in the North County. Ah, there's nothing else. Thanks, Jim. Home Team is your source for high school sports in Central Mass. Stories, photos, stats, standings, and rankings. Every day in the Telegram and Gazette, on Telegram.com, and at TG Sports. Okay, Jim. Time to uh, shift gears a little bit away from Holy Name, St. Peter Marion, to uh, to a team we don't often talk about, but uh, North Middlesex. North Middlesex, uh, yes. Uh, Rich Garvin uh, just posted a story uh, to uh, to our website, being uh, being Thursday's uh, hard copy. Uh, just a, 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 well, I'll let you explain it. Just an unusual situation. Yeah, you know, it, it's uh, it's an unusual situation because for so apparently over the last couple months or whatever, the uh, administration has been unhappy with the behavior of. Well, some let's of the not, let's not bury the lead. All right, North Middlesex has banned students, their own students, from going to going to sporting events. So North Middlesex students um, are not allowed to attend. Um, Athletic events. Athletic events. They uh, can't. They can't cheer on their teams. They can't go to hockey games. They can't go to basketball games unless they have their parents there. Okay. And the reason why? Because for, apparently it's been an ongoing thing. From from talking to some of the North Middlesex people, uh, they have been. You know, their fan behavior has not been up to the caliber which you know the high school athletics would like it to be. It's uh, they've been unruly. They've been in some cases vulgar. Uh, and I think it goes beyond the whole let's razz the other team and you know and laugh at their friends type of thing. This is apparently it's been getting comments from. From other teams, other administrators, and their own parents and families, and things like that. So it, this isn't this isn't like an immediate drop by the hand, but this has been an ongoing discussion with the administration until they felt it wasn't getting better. And no matter how much they talk about it, so they had to uh, they had to sort of drop the drop this bomb on you know you can't you just if you can't behave right, you're not going to behave at all. You're not going to be there. So I think that was. You know, in a, in a way, it's, it sounds like a negative story, but I actually think it's. it's I applaud the North Middlesex administration for to doing this. I mean, I I've, I love. It's no secret. I love going to games where the fans. That's one of the things that I don't like about W. Harrington Auditorium with the basketball games, is because I love the atmosphere. Everybody's right on top of you, and the MI is right there to crack down on cheering and you know and, and you know waving and noisemakers and stuff like that. And I think that makes it a great. As long as it's done respectfully, it makes it a great part of the game. So you know that's why I like the, like the Badlands and Wachusa and the St. John's fans and Algonquin fans. Those are some those those crowds make some of the best games, but. North Middlesex viewed what their fans were doing across the line, and I respect the fact that they. they I mean, said, obviously, obviously, North Middlesex again, like you said, putting sportsmanship first. Yeah. Some people will say, "Well, it's just kids being kids," but you know, um, they actually, uh, w- w- you know, they met with. Uh, it sounds like they met with student they leaders. Met, that's what I'm saying. So they, it, this wasn't a decision made. This was uh, Principal Tim McMahon didn't come out and just say, "Hey, I'm going to do this on a random right. Tuesday." This he is, met. He met with students, explained uh, their stance, their situation, uh, stress sportsmanship. Ship, yep. And if it didn't happen, it didn't. That's what this would happen. I don't know. If, you know, I'm sure at one point he said this could this could happen, and it, it did. They they didn't listen, and it wasn't it wasn't getting better. And so he felt they had to they had to take the step, and that's 
takes I give them a lot of credit for doing it because I think a lot of schools would just sort of just wait wait it out and it'll be a couple weeks it'll be over type of thing. This sends a message. So on February first, when they review this whole thing, so it's not a permanent. It's not a permanent bit. They have the chance to. I mean, I'm sure maybe more conversations will happen. Right. Maybe now it's like when you talk about your, you know your own kids. You say if you do this, you give them a punishment, and they're in timeout for a little while. And if they behave in that timeout, they they can come back and go to hockey games again. So right I mean, in time for, right in time for the tournament. I mean, clearly they've been the students have been given a timeout. Yes, uh, they're they've in been, a timeout. They're they, in the corner. They've been sent to the corner. Um, and February first, my guess is is that they'll allow students back in the yeah, games. I would think if they if they because they would their lesson they would they, well they wouldn't have a chance to prove that they can't so well, they've given still, them the time out yeah this is what they you know it, this is what happens you can't go to the games anymore and, and mm-hmm. unless you're you know with, with your parents and sitting there for for a senior sitting I mean, there I'm sorry I'm not, I'm not going to the, the, the game with my parents right yeah exactly what it so comes you're, down to. you're staying home you're, yeah you're across the street at McDonald's right you know I, mean, I know I know the hockey team's having a good season and now you, you can't go to Wallace and, or wherever they're playing and 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 watch and play Fitchburg or, or those you know it's a really good game and that's hockey games are a tremendous atmosphere and now they're going to have I mean so, Rich Rich took some pictures last night of the game and there's like just like the cheerleaders yeah. and and they think he said there was 46 fans so there will be there will be the side and this is one of those stories that will be talked about because there's the side of the story that says uh well they're overreacting kids being kids right and then there's the other side of the story uh the other the other side of the aisle which will say you know well applaud you know north middlesex for doing the right thing for for you know for standing up for sportsmanship yeah. so you're not going to make Everybody happy. Not gonna make everybody happy. I understand the whole kids versus kids thing, but I also like to give the administration credit enough to think. I would think they would have a longer stick to measure this with in terms of giving them some rope to say, all right, the kids being kids, they got into it. It was this heat of the moment in the hockey game. A big hit came in. They said something maybe they shouldn't have to the other player or the parents or something like that. And it was a one-time thing. For them, to, for them to pull this option, I think it was a long – and like you said, they had conversations before – so they gave them the chance to be kids and kids and kids being kids, and it was just too much of that. Usually in this space, we talk polls, we talk rankings. Don't need the, to. But you know, we've got some uh, we've got some uh, some talk about stuff. St. Peter Marion and Holy Name, and then you know, just today, North Middlesex. So um, not going on. You know, maybe next week we'll talk we'll talk uh, teams and players. Maybe we'll get back to back to the Clark tournament talk. All right, thanks as always. That's uh, Jim Wilson, sports editor of the Telegram Gazette. I'm executor. Executive Editor Dave Nordman, we will see you again next week. You've been listening to Home Team, where reporters and editors go from behind the keyboard to in front of the mic to talk high school sports in central Massachusetts. Home Team, a podcast from the Worcester Telegram and Gazette.